This is the PR Podcast, a show about how public relations helps you tell your story to the world. We talk with great PR practitioners who have the skills, creativity, and just plain savvy to get their clients noticed. Now here's your host, Jody Fisher. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the PR Podcast. I'm Jody Fisher. Thanks for joining us. Well, I hope you're all enjoying the holiday season. Uh, hope you are healthy and safe wherever you are, that you're able to celebrate with family and friends. If for some reason you can't, uh, just know that we are with you in spirit uh, and there, there will be uh, a holiday season next year. The most important thing is that you uh, stay healthy, stay safe, keep the family and friends who you love and care for healthy and safe as well, that we all do the right thing and that we can uh, move through uh, this newest phase of covid uh, as quickly as possible, because we, we all want to get back to where we were pre-March 2020. And maybe we'll never get back to that place, but we got to get back. I got to believe that we're going to get back to a place where the majority of us are going to be healthy and safe and that we can then take care of the people who, uh, better who are not healthy uh, for some reason, that we, that we don't have these things just running rampant throughout our society. Because um, I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of it. <laughs> And I would really like to get to a place where we don't have to take so many precautions anymore that we can walk out into the street uh, and be with our friends and family in a, in a safe and confident uh, and clear headed way. So uh, uh, let's just do what we got to do to keep on moving forward. Uh, we are booking guests for January and February and throughout 2022. Boy, here we come through 2022. Uh, but we are booking new guests. We've got a couple in the pipeline. We'd love to get more. Uh, we say it every, every time, you know, 52 weeks in a year, new guests every week. That means we need 52 new guests. We want you to be one of them. So chime in on our social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Send us a DM. Twitter, probably the easiest way to get to us uh, at the PR podcast. Uh, send us a note. Tell us why you would be a great guest. If you have a perspective on the news business, we want to hear from you. We also want feedback on episodes and what you want to hear next. You know, we did a lot of terrific episodes earlier this year uh, and want to do a quick thank you to everyone who has been a guest here on the PR podcast, taking time to share their knowledge, share their perspectives. Uh, we've met a lot of great new people here. I personally have created a lot of terrific new relationships. Uh, and so I really appreciate all the people who have given of themselves, of their time to come on here and share their knowledge with us, with you. So thank you to all of them. Uh, and we look forward to, uh, to chronicling their success uh, as they move into 2022 as well. Like we said, we want feedback on episodes and what you want to hear next. Um, and, and we also just want to make sure that we're always sharing uh, the best knowledge that we possibly can, right? This, this is why we created the PR podcast, is to share tips and tools, way that we do PR, way that we pitch out news stories, the way news decision makers receive those pitches, those stories, and what they do with them, and how we can do this whole thing a little bit better. Because at the end of the day, um, we're there to help articulate our clients' message, but we're also here to share knowledge. We're also here to tell a positive story, right? To, to do the job, not just to do the job that the client hired us to do, right? But to do an ethically good job. Um, so let's keep sharing those tips and tools uh, to make our jobs and the job that we do just a little bit better. This week, we are heading back to the Reddit public relations page for some Q&A. So let's get right into it. 
All right, question number one from the Reddit Q&A page uh, is posted. Uh, the headline from Lovely Love 50 is says, no job experience. I'm afraid I've made a huge mistake, they write. I'm 24 years old with a bachelor's degree in PR. In high school, I had the opportunity to get my hairdresser license. So throughout college, I worked uh, to get some side money. Terrific. After college, I continued to work as a stylist. Now I want to transition into PR, but have zero experience. I never did an internship, but I have been able to use my PR skills as a stylist to gain exposure to my brand. Unfortunately, that doesn't translate on a resume. I fear I'm too old. And that's what caught my eye and why I wanted to talk about this. Too old to be starting a new career and no one will give me a chance with a lack of experience. Well, I bet that all of us have been in that place sooner or later. Um, you know, I started the current job that I have just five years ago, building this business. Um, and it has been the most successful thing I've done in my PR career so far. Uh, and I started that when I was in my mid forties. <laughs> so, so, um, if that's anything, and I, and I know my, my favorite celebrity story is about Brian Cranston. Uh, those of you who are fans of breaking bad, he got that role when he was 50 years old after he had been working for decades as sort of like a, a background B-list kind of an actor, soap operas and you know all kinds of things like that, walk-on parts. Um, so you're never too old. That's what I really wanted to start with. You're never too old to go do the thing you want to do. So if you're confident and you think you can find a path to do it, go do it. Now let's get into the details here. You're working as a hairstylist, great. You're making money. You've got some PR skills. Um, you know, I think what you're asking here is, do you just want to start sending resumes out and trying to get a job as a PR person? And I, I, I don't want to be pessimistic, but I do agree with your fear that, you know, you might not get hired simply because you're, you're, you, you've never had any experience in that area. But here's what I think you should do, and you touch on this, is start doing PR for maybe other stylists, or maybe not other stylists because that's your competition, but, but, but other, maybe other people, maybe there are nail salons, right, that are complementary to your business, uh, or maybe there are fashion boutiques that are complementary to your business. Try to uh, hang out your shingle uh, and get some clients uh, with some with some small uh, either monthly retainers or hourly uh, payments, uh, get some contracts going is the whole idea. Go out, solicit your PR business, solicit your PR skills, and try to start getting some clients and start doing some business. By that doing that, you will start to create your own version of an internship, right? You will actually create a business that one maybe is compatible with your hairstylist business. So you can do the hairstyling during the day and the PR at night or you know, back and forth or maybe do the PR on the weekends or the, the PR during the week and the hairstyling on the weekends. I don't know how your schedule works, but the idea being, don't just give up. Don't just say, oh, I don't have any experience. It's never gonna work. I'm not gonna do it. If you're passionate about it and you think you got the skills and you wanna take a run at it, try doing that as a side, I hate this, this side hustle, right? But try to do it as a side hustle. Try to do it as an extracurricular, as something you've got on the side that can begin to build a business. Maybe it ends up that you do both of these things simultaneously. They're complementary to each other. You're making more money and you're happy. Because um, it doesn't, you don't mention here that you're unhappy working as a hairstylist. You, you just, you're just saying you want to transition into PR. Maybe you like the hairstyling, and you want to also do a little PR, so you can do a little bit of both. Um, but figure out what you need to do. But the idea behind what I wanted to say here is, number one, you're never too old. Two, um, always give it a shot, because uh, you never know what could happen. <laughs>
Question number two here on Reddit as we load this page up here. Uh, this question posted a couple days ago by Puzzled Maybe. Headline, do you think it's realistic to run for Congress and still be working in PR? <laughs> this one made me laugh, so I wanted to dive into it. Um, considering I, they, and they write here, considering I'd be representing another person who would be running in the district right next to mine as part of my current job. I've been wanting to for years, wanting to run for Congress for year, years, and I've never really made a serious effort to try to do it, but I also have a solid PR job and I don't want it to want to lose it or anything. I figure in this day and age, I could run a totally remote campaign through remote campaign. There's a typo here. I'm sorry, I, I stumbled. Uh, and just email or call people for votes. But I don't know if I'm wasting my time because I'd have to run in the primary against this loser who has spent his entire career in the same house district for longer than I've been alive. And I only want to do it if I have a real chance of winning thoughts. Um, don't. You don't have the right attitude. <laughs> you have a loser of an attitude is what you have here, my friend. Um, you don't want to risk anything. Uh, you want to run for Congress, but not if you're going to lose, is what you're saying here. Um, you want to run for Congress, but you don't want to give up your PR job. Um, you, want, you want your cake and you want to eat it too, is what you want here. Um, don't do it. Simple. Don't do it because you're not committed enough. You are not in the tank for yourself enough. You want to be safe. And uh, nobody achieves anything in life by trying to be safe. So just flat out, don't do it. On to the next. Uh, question number three here on the Reddit Public Relations page by Lana Donna. Uh, should I write my own press release for my niche company or find a professional to do it? I work for a biotech startup company in a very niche field. We don't have any PR folks on the team. Why? Okay, so far. <laughs> Sorry, that was me. Uh, but we need someone to write a press release from my online attempts at finding companies that write press releases, um, such as she mentions a couple, you know, like uh, online services here. Yeah. I'm hesitant that even a general technology press release writer will be able to write about our work. Our company's so specialized and technically nuanced. I wonder if it's okay if we just did it ourselves. Is that a wise idea? If not, any suggestions on where I can go finding reputable PR professionals to write for us. Note, this person writes, none of us majored in communications and public relations, doesn't matter. Um, but some of us are excellent writers and communicators. I'd be self-educating myself on how to write them from books and articles, blah, blah, blah. Okay, two things here that strike me. One, how to write the press release. Two, how to get it to the people who, need, who care about it, right? And that's the two ends of the equation there about public relations. You can write all day long, but if you don't know how to get it out, all the writing in the world is worthless, right? Now it's great, you can write your press release, you can put it on your website, but even then, um, you know, how are people gonna hear about you? So um, let's take it in two parts, the writing part. I would say that um, you should absolutely get a professional to write it. Don't, don't get one of these online companies. I'm not trying to knock freelancers and you know gig economy and all this stuff. Some people are perfectly good at it, but the majority, look, if you're gonna pay $5 for someone to write a news release, you're gonna get a $5 job. That's my opinion. Um, so get a professional, engage with someone who's real. And if this is a real thing that you're doing, if you've got a real company and you've got a real product and it's gonna make real money, a small investment, and I'm talking $1,000, $2,000, $5,000 for somebody who's really good, maybe. Uh, I don't know where you are in the country. It, it, all, it all depends. 
um, a couple thousand bucks for someone who knows what they're doing to get it to dig into your material and write your press release um, is absolutely worth it. Um, because that person will also have the second part of the equation, which is how to get it to the people who give a damn. Um, and, and, and like I said, the greatest writing in the world is meaningless if you can't get it to the right people. So yes, absolutely engage in someone. Now, quick side note here, uh, you mentioned something about, uh, you know, people won't understand what we do. A good PR professional will translate it. A good PR professional will take however niche, technical, um, you know, brainiac information that you have, they'll turn it into something that is understandable without losing the technical language that will appeal to the technical reporters who may cover your industry, right? So they'll be able to put a foot on both sides of the fence there and make sure that your information is um, factually and technically accurate for the people who want to go there and is generally accessible for people who might have an interest in what you do, but don't have that technical background because that's not what they write about. Um, short story here, absolutely engage with a PR professional uh, because like I said, you get what you pay for. And if you pay for, you pay a little, you're gonna get a little. And question number four here on the Reddit Public Relations page uh, posted by Ocean Radio Guy. All right, I'm a radio guy too, here we go. They write, headline, how much of a threat is AI to public relations professionals? AI meaning um, uh, artificial intelligence. Um, occasionally, I see posts they write here promoting or discussing AI tools that automatically write press releases and do other functions of a PR professional. How much of a risk is AI on the profession? Hopefully, I'll be entering this career in a couple of years and want to ensure I'm safe. Okay, I may sound like a dinosaur here, um, but public relations is a very human profession. It is the profession of telling, translating and telling stories, just like we talked about in the last question. Translating and telling stories to the audience you want to get to. Um, and any of us who have ever clicked on one of those YouTube videos that you suddenly realize is being narrated by a computer voice, you, uh, that, that gut reaction you have to that, or at least that gut reaction that I have to it, um, tells you all you need to know about how successful AI is in translating human emotion, human intelligence, uh, human feeling into what's being written, what's being talked about, uh, what's being conveyed. Um, so while I think that AI is great, and look, I'm a tech guy. I love my toys. You know, I'm a Tony Stark wannabe, um, but, you know, and, and I got the little Wi-Fi switches all over my house and all that kind of cool stuff. But um, AI, I don't think is ever going to completely replace anything that has to do with human interaction, because I think that um, you need that human understanding and you need that human translation to convey messages in a way that is readily and easily understood by the people on the, on the receiving end of your press release or your pitch uh, or your story. Um, so do I think that AI is, is a threat to public relations professionals? No. Do I think that it'll replace some jobs that we do? Yeah, maybe, uh, you know, along the line in terms of algorithms, in terms of how things get dis, uh, distributed. Um, but we all know, look, all, any of us who have ever put a press release through a giant email filter by some big uh, media distribution company, we know how successful, uh, subtext, not successful, those press release distributions are, right? And the, and the real impact 
is knowing the reporter who's going to love your story when you send it to that reporter and you say, hey, Joe, have I got a story for you? Um, and, and they, based on the, rep, the reputation and the relationship that you have with that reporter, um, they write or don't write that story, uh, or they work with you to try to write that story. Um, so my short answer here, uh, after I gave you the very long explanation, <laughs> is, is AI a threat to public relations professionals? No. Could it eventually do some jobs along the line? Yeah, maybe, um, but it's never going to make us go away, at least, boy, I hope it doesn't make us go away. All right, so that's it for this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Please remember to subscribe to the show. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The PR Podcast, and send us a question or a comment. Our intro is by Christopher Apple. You can find him and his fantastic photography on Instagram at Christopher underscore A-P-P-O-L-D-T. Check him out there and hire him for all your photography needs. You can find me online at Jody Fisher on all the socials and on the web at JodyFisherPR.com. We'll see you next time on The PR Podcast. We'll be right back.